Hey, it's Dina, and you're watching One Funny Morning. Welcome to One Funny Morning Show. From Monday to Friday. And sometimes on Saturday. Why would you say that for all these people? You never know what's going to happen. Carmen. Cortez. Good morning, everybody. What's outside your weather door? Good morning. Uppy, uppy. Uppy, everybody. Hi, I'm Bob from Long Island. Hi, I'm Linda from Rochester, New York. Welcome, Welcome to, to One, One Funny, Funny Morning, Morning with, with Dina Blizzard. Blizzard. Oh, Bob, you look so good. Linda, it's so good to see you. Good morning. Good morning. How is it that I showed up on time, actually earlier from another country than I do when I have to walk down the hall to my kitchen? Good morning. I have sunglasses on. I don't know if I can see this. The sun is right here, so I'm going to do my best. Good morning, everybody. I made it to my destination. Uh, I don't know if you can tell by the smile on my face that this is just such a, such a beautiful, a beautiful place. Did D Dean spilled the beans? Is that what you said last night? I actually was <laughs> going, going to bed last night um, <clears throat> when I got a sneak peek at um, Voila last night, uh, which was upsetting to say the least. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a lot. Um, I may be in the most beautiful place on the planet. Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to find the best spot uh, to show you where I am. Um, there were a lot of guesses. Um, yeah, a lot of Iceland guesses, uh, Scotland guesses, England. Um, <clears throat> someone had guessed um, Belgium. Um, yeah, Felicia, it was upsetting visually to my eyes. Uh, it was a funny show, uh, but visually upset to my eyes, uh, mostly Dean. And I don't know why my mom was so white. Um, I was like, am I that white? Cause she going to need a new Dina wig. Cause it's upsetting. Um, yeah. Good old, did you? You Google image searched it, Lucy? So I am just outside of Glastonbury, England. Um, it almost looks like if it's real. It's real, Erin. I know you can't tell, but it's real. There's dirt and there's rocks here and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. And she didn't have hoops on, so I don't even know how you guys would recognize me. Um, so Glastonbury, England is about... Um, two to two and a half hours outside of um outside of Heathrow so um so I was able everybody was asking how was your flight and I was like uneventful that's my favorite way to answer um because any flight where nothing happens and you just get <laughs> you're in Bayonne girl look at Bayonne um but uh, it is, it's super beautiful. And uh, it is a farm that has been um, converted. Uh, a family bought it about 10 years ago. 
and uh, I haven't even gotten like the full tour on how old everything is yet, but hundreds of years. Um, and uh, so including the buildings behind me are probably the oldest and the family lived here and renovated. Um, so I think that there's 17 suites on this property. And um, uh, again, I'm, I just got here, so I'm still learning about Glastonbury, but um, there is a tower on the top of a mountain that I have not visited yet called Tor, T-O-R. And it is part of a previous church. And Glastonbury used to be an island. It seems weird uh, because it's not uh, anymore. Um, but there's like a lot of like low-lying ground. And then at the top of Glastonbury, there's a hill with this tower, which used to be a beautiful church. And the only thing left is this tower, and, um, and so through a series of like, um, a series of like dams and waterways that have been moved, uh, it is now just all a beautiful region and, uh, just, it's just been so funny, um, being here because, uh, it is, uh, just these like little small things. Uh, that are just like, this is so different. Um, and on the way here, my driver, his name was Jan. And um, what's the temperature like? I could probably take this off. Um, it's quite beautiful. I think it's because I'm in the sun right now. Uh, but without the sun, it, you'd need a light jacket, nothing horrible. It's going to rain according to the weather app for the next I don't know, five days, but everybody says it's uh, the app says it rains all day, but it rains like here and there. So no, I am uh, just outside of Glastonbury, England. I could walk. So I'm going to after the show um, with some of the people here. So this is a writer's group. So there's a handful of writers. Um, it does feel very surreal, Renee. I think part of it is um, the setting. Obviously, it's just so beautiful and fake just wait for this to fall back. It's not, it's real. I wish I could show you that it's real. There'll be people soon that, well, they're not all English, but some of them are. And it's so funny. I was just at breakfast and it was so funny because I had traveled a lot, you know, because Sarah and Carrot and I went to the Mediterranean, so we were different countries. And I was sitting at breakfast and, you know, there's like a lot of locals all having breakfast and, how, and here's here's how dumb I am I was like I wonder what they're talking about I was like oh we're in England oh I understand what they're talking about super dumb super dumb but you know when you're out here people just speak so many different languages but here they speak the English so I could understand it um but it's just so it's just so beautiful I can't even what's the gluten situation actually um quite quite surprisingly um easy. Wait, I want to show you this. <clears throat> so I'm going to give you a little tour. So, um, so like I said, there's a bunch of these buildings. There are four suites in this building right here. They kind of wrap around this way. And then there's, there's like a pool. That's the, that's the pool house. That's another suite. That's where I'm staying. That's another suite. But then you have this, look at this, look how beautiful. So that's the cafe that I was just at. And then this just group of old men bike riders showed up. And uh, they all just park their bikes. I was like, "Don't you got a job?" If you saw this in New Jersey, you'd be like, "Wait, what are you? 
you don't gotta work or something. So they all just shut up. I want to go over. Be like, hey, how I'm writing a book. <laughs> they don't care. So that's breakfast. Breakfast and lunch are there. They don't serve dinner there. Um, but all the all the roads are wee big. All the cars are wee big, and they all said they all say me a lot. They don't say my. Hey, uh, Jan, the driver, the whole ride. He was like me and me ex-wife. And I said like, me and me ex. I'm gonna start saying me for everything. Me and me. Me and me. So that. So then we're driving. And um, and he said, did you want to see Stonehenge? And I was like, is that part of this ride? He said, we're going to pass it. I said, we're just going to pass it? Like, we got to take a detour? He's like, no, I'm just be on the road. I said, we have rest stops. We, we don't have Stonehenge on the side. I mean, one of our rest stops just got redone. I mean, it's really nice, but... It's not Stonehenge. And so we so he goes, he goes, it used to be real easy to get off right here and go see it. Um, but you can't anymore. He said, so I can just drive kind of slow and you can get a picture, but you can go visit it. And so uh they were talking about going, so Pam, just so you're up to date on all things Stonehenge. Uh-huh. Erica, it's so lovely. Um it, you can go and see it. There's like a big like ro- like <clears throat> gate, rope gate around it. So you can like see it if you want to get close to it. $25. Fine. I'll pay your $25 to go see it. He said it used to be, Tina, you could just drive your car up, get out, just go see it. But they, they made it like secure. He said, and uh, they put it up because people are putting graffiti on it. People are showing up with a chisel. Because they're they from Jersey. They're trying to take a piece of it. What's wrong with you? So now it's guarded off, right? You can't. He said, and then at night, it closes and there are guards there all night. He said, they made $75 million off of Stonehenge last year. They said it's the number one visited thing in England. And he said, <laughs> it was so funny. He was like, Dina, I had a bunch of, um, I had a, bu- a bunch of young guys in the car. He said, and I'm driving out to Glastonbury. He said, we're driving past Stonehenge. And one of the dum-dums in the back was like, Ugh, why would they build it right next to the highway? And he's like, stop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they didn't. Just say no. Um... So, uh, I know, Christy, under the English sun, it got an accent. The sun got an accent here. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's been so lovely, but just like, like these small, like, uh, we got, we go to get in the car, the taxi, and, you know, I go to the right side of the car to get in. He was like, what are you doing on that side? I was like, I was going to get in the car. He's like, that's where the wheel is. I was like, oh, you're on the wrong side. He's like, you're on the wrong side. I love Jan. Jan and I are basically married now. We had two and a half hours in car. We know everything about each other's lives. (laughs) By the end of it, I was like, I was in a really dark place, Jan. And I'm just here to find myself. It was just so funny. Mm -hmm. He was so funny. 
Um, so I'm trying to get on the dating app. He's like 60. We're talking about, I said, Jane, you got to get back out there. You got to, you got to go find the next love of your life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's funny. Um, so I found a lemonade. Mm -hmm. I did, Gab. I watched just the beginning parts of Voila. So when I got here, I was like, I need to just try to stay up um, through the day. So I, my flight was at 10, whatever night that was. And it was about six hours to England. Um, and uh, this was so weird. So it's, it's one of the big, you know, airplanes. So it's like got the three sections. And I'm a, I'm a solid window seat girl. I know everybody's got like their spot, but I'm a solid window seat. So the guy in the middle... He, he gets into the row in front of us. I guess he was going to use the bathroom. So he gets in the row in front of us, leans over, drops all his stuff in the seat. I guess to use the bathroom, fine. Doesn't say a word as he's throwing things over the, the chair. And I was like, okay. And then he, he, I don't know. I just think, I just think like it's common decency to just hello. Like it's hello so hard. Like we don't have to talk. We're not going to get married. Hello. He gets in. He comes down. He sits down. Nothing. No words. And I was like, okay. We're going to be snuggling in like two hours. <laughs> Do you want to be the big spoon and little spoon? No, I'll go say hi. Okay, fine. Then he gets in. And then they have like a pillow, you know, on the seat. Um, they have a pillow. And he just, he goes like this. He puts the pillow under here. And then he just does this. And then he sleeps for six hours. <laughs> I was just like, I wish it was that easy. I'm over here. I'm taking Tylenol PM. I'm trying to get myself a massage. <laughs> just, just, I think I sung myself a song. <laughs> it was just <laughs> sleep. I was like, oh, maybe he went in and he smoked something or something in the bathroom. He just... Oh, that's what it is, Bobby, my radiant beauty. Yeah, no, exactly. He could have been laughing for $5 a month. You know how much he could have saved? Nothing. Not a word. Mooney, I mean, listen, I don't, I mean, clearly Jan and I, we got real close on our trip. But, you know, can't say hello. Yeah, Jenna, I think that's what it was. I think he went in the bathroom, took some meds, came back out and just... I've never seen anything like it. I know, curly top, I was cracking up. I was like, I want what he's having. Um, so, yeah, so that went really quick. And, um, yeah, customs was fine. Everything was fine. Um, but it was just like these, like, little, these little things. Okay, so listen, I don't know. I know we have fans and friends all over, but I wanted to put into the universe that, um, I, so I'm near Glastonbury. If you are anywhere in this vicinity and you want to meet up for dinner, <laughs> everybody's gonna be like, wait, what? This is not for Shakendra or Tanya. Do not come here. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do not come because she kind of like, let me get my flight. I'm going to Glastonbury. Don't do that. This is just for people who live like a hamlet away from here. 
okay? I, I'm going to go to dinner. I don't know what night, but there's a place because <clears throat> Jam is real good. He was like pointing stuff. We come through Glastonbury <clears throat> and he points to this place. It's something called Something and Pilgrim. Does that mean anything? Mr. Kendra's like, on the down low. Let me just see how don't come. Yeah, she's already on a plane. She this is Shikendra. She's already on the plane. <laughs> she gonna be the next flight out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there are some people that had said, I know this area, I know where you are. Um <gasps> Kim, is that you? We did, we met in London. Kim, how far are you from Glastonbury? The last time you told me not to come. I missed the dumb bus trip. Mm-hmm. Um, Kim, I would love to catch up with you again. Kim did. She met, it was two of us, two of you were out in England, uh, when we met up. Mm -hmm. And, um, but anyway, so there's a place called the something and pilgrim. Um, it is a, I guess a hotel restaurant and, uh, yeah, Jim and Sharon are probably already here. So, um, and, uh, Lisa's like, you didn't say Lisa can't come. Um, there's something in Pilgrim. Let me see if I can find it on my phone. And, um, oh, that would be so nice, Kim. Um, and this place, first, no, it does, it knows where I am. It's called George and Pilgrim. Do you guys know where that is? Where that is? <clears throat> Mm. Um, and it, let me see if I can find the history on it, George and Pilgrim, and, um, I am basically living Acorn TV murder, Rishi, you're right, mm-hmm, that's not what I want, oh, bug, I don't like bugs, what did I say, George and Pilgrim, um, what's up? I might have to get up. Are they flying ants? I don't like this place now. Um, I'm just outside of Glastonbury, England. Um, George and Pilgrim. Um, here it is. It is was built in the late 15th century to accommodate visitors to Glastonbury Abbey. Is it is claimed to be the oldest purpose-built public house in the southwest of England. And so you can go have dinner there. And um, so it's on my list. But anyway, if there are any people from the surrounding area um, that would like to meet up for drinks or dinner or something, um, we might do it. Yeah, it's like the amazing race. <laughs> it, is. it is. So, mm -hmm. um, so it's been really lovely to meet. Um, I have come a long way since Murder Hotel. I've been in lots of murder hotels, so this is quite lovely. Um, and, um, if it wasn't for you sharing your trips, I'd never traveled outside the country. Oh, Heather, it's so beautiful. I'm glad you can kind of see these beautiful places. There's so many. It was so funny because 
somebody just said to me, you travel so much. And it's so funny because it's so opposite of everything up until like the last two years, I think. Um, I would travel for work. Uh, I, I was went to Belgium. That was the first time that I was out of the country, really. Um, and then after that, we were in Chardonnay. Uh, oh, Donna, that would be lovely. Um, I am. I am on a retreat, Renee, of sorts. It's a writing retreat. I already wrote 4,000 words. Okay, so somebody decided to tell me before I left that the average book is 80,000 words. And I was very angry. I was like, why would you tell me this right before I leave? They were like, well, how many, how many words do you think are in a book? I was like, 200. 200? That's like a, that's like a paragraph. I was like, I like to have low expectations for myself. Um, yeah, there's horses all around here. There's sheep. I tried. I tried to sit by the sheep. But literally, I got back there. It's really beautiful and really secluded. I was like, this would be great. And you could see the tour tower. All oh, the bikers are leaving. Look at them. Look, this is England. This is what happened in England right now. Just... And they all got those caps on, English caps. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm buying a book no matter how many words. Well, there's going to be 200 of them, mostly redacted. Um, but I, I get overwhelmed by the number of words. Yeah. But it's so quiet. Like, just, li just listen. Well, now that's dishes. Just wait for the dishes and hold on. Yeah. The way you jumped up, I thought it was another bug, girl. Could have been. Um, I am uh, in Glastonbury. And so I did learn a bit. So Jan lives outside the driver, lives outside of Glastonbury. He's lived here for 45 years. And um, he said Glastonbury's uh, population is um, like 9,000 people. I may never come back. Um, and then there's a Glastonbury music festival. So Glastonbury apparently is very, uh, famous for this music festival, five days. And, uh, the population in Glastonbury goes from 9,000 people to 200,000 people. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I won't be there. That's too many people. Mm -mm. Um, so, uh, it sounds lovely, but not anything that I could attend. Um, but he said he doesn't even stay here. He leaves. He said, I leave. <laughs> he goes, I could make a lot of money. He's like a tier has a taxi service. He said, but I don't stay for that. Um, but I'd like, I'm going to go live uh, one day from downtown. Um, and uh, do you have speakers or, or are you just writing? No, I'm just writing. So uh, there's a mentor here. Uh, the program, I think, is nine weeks total. <clears throat> so some people come for all nine weeks. Some people come for eight, five, come for whatever you'd like. I'm only here for one week. Um, but uh, I think every two weeks, there's a different mentor here. And um, so my mentor's name is Julie. I'll tell you more about her. I'd like to introduce her to you. Um, but she's a New York Times bestseller. And... Um, 
<laughs> Did you say you're in Glockenspiel? I am. I found the little town of Glockenspiel. Wouldn't that be in Germany, probably? Um, and, uh, and so she's great. And everybody, I think I'm the only one working like on like a true memoir. Uh, lots of people <clears throat> are seeing. Um, so Matthew Bailey Sweeting, aren't you in England? I just said, I want to see about having a dinner one night if anybody's around. Um, no, we're going to walk to dinner. Everything now is pretty much walking. Some people, they've gone on a couple of trips. Um, they just went to Bath and I missed it. Um, but I think that they have a couple of things, um, a couple trips later in the week that I'll go on. And tomorrow is Halloween. So we're going to go downtown. Um, thanks, Gab. Have a good day. Um, and uh, then I learned the difference between a hamlet, a village, a town. So a hamlet doesn't have a church, um, but it's like a group of like farms, maybe. It's a small like community. It's called a hamlet, but if it doesn't have a church, if it has a church, then it's a hamlet, but it wouldn't have a town hall. Okay, so there's Hamlet, no church, no town hall. A village has a church. A town has a church and a town hall. And then a city. Isn't that crazy? Oh, you got to have a church to be a village. So interesting. And it's just so crazy because... Jan is driving around and like pointing at things and he's like uh, a cathedral. Is that it? A city has a cathedral um, around um, around Stonehenge. He kept pointing. He's like, do you see the hill over there? You see the hill over there? And I'm looking for like hills, mountains. I was like, I don't, I don't see it. He's like this, this little one. And they're like, I don't know, maybe as high as this, this bush here, but it's just, uh, it's grass. Uh, and it's just like a mound, but like, it's all farmland on the way on, you know, from Heathrow out to here, just all farmland and has these mounds that kind of look like this, but all grass. Right. And as soon as he says it, then you start to see them. They're like, it looks like, like a little rabbit was under there. I don't know what's underground. <laughs> Rabbits aren't underground. <laughs> yeah, they are. Whatever. Some guy, some guy walking across the street with a ferret in his hand, right by Stonehenge. I said, um, why is that guy got a ferret? You don't see that on the side of the road, you know, in Jersey, just a guy with a ferret just walking across the street. I said, that's not weird to you. He said, oh, that's a ferret. I said, yeah, no, I, I've seen ferrets. What's he doing on the side of the road? He goes, oh, he's a pug. He said, um. They're trying to get uh, um, the rabbits. I said, what? And there's a whole bunch of men holding ferrets. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. If there is a whole bunch of men in the middle of the day holding ferrets on the side of the road in Jersey, the cops would come. Do you understand? That's not normal. <laughs> it's just I mean, something shady is going on between exit four and exit five. Okay. Somebody needs to get over there. There's a whole bunch of ferrets in danger. It's just, okay. It was a loud bug. Um, yeah. Um, uh, five men holding ferrets across the street. And this is, is this a joke? Anyway, he said, that's how they control the rabbit population. I was like, I don't need to hear any more about this. Anyway, 
<clears throat> so ferrets are happening, rabbits are happening. I see these mounds. I said, what are these mounds? He said, those are ancient burial sites from thousands of years ago. And you look and they're everywhere. He's like, there's hundreds of them all over this area. And I said, uh, are they um, just around like this part of the country? He's like, for the most part, they're all surrounding Stonehenge. This was a very like sacred place. He goes, whoever built this, um, you know, when they buried people, he said they started to build or dig into these mounds. And... Um, and they would find bones of like people who would have been like higher society and they wanted them in a sacred place. And it's just so crazy. And I'm like, we got a, we got like an old Domino's pizza in our town. And as you could tell it's old cause it was like the original logo. We do not have the history. Our, what do we got? Two, 300 years tops. And then you come here and they got this. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's just been a real treat. A real treat, I tell you. Um, so anyway, so if there are people who are already in England... Okay, if you're not already in England, do not come here. Do you understand me? I'm looking at you. You know who you are. Crazy people who get on planes. Um, but if you happen to be in England, just DM me. I'm going to see about putting together a dinner at the Pilgrim. And I would love to meet up with you and say hello and listen to your English accents most of the, most of the time. Um, yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> the shade, the shade. Um, so anyway, oh, the sun went down. Can you tell? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a secret. Joy. Um, so anyway, so then last night, um, we all meet up. And um, now I'm writing on the computer, Pam. I write faster on the, com on the computer. Um, but last night we did our first read. Um, so everybody writes during the day. And um, then they get together at night and read what they wrote. And um, so it's just really interesting Um you know, you kind of, so all of the people that are here have been here for at least a week. Some of them have been here for eight, some have been here for five, some have been here for nine. Um, and, you know, uh, writing a memoir is like super like, it's just like an emotional dump. <laughs> and so I was like, I'm about to meet these people for the first time and be like, and bleh. Um, and so, uh, it was just really interesting. It's just such a, a wonderful, like group of people and just a very kind of, um, yes, because it is so personal, um, curly top. And so, um, 
there was one thing that I had written prior to coming here uh, that was just like the hardest thing to write. And uh, I went back and kind of revisited it because I knew I wrote it <clears throat> at a real hard time. And I'm sure it didn't make sense. So I kind of went and looked at it again. And, um, and it was just really interesting to kind of be, um, you know, put into the situation with people that already have a relationship and, um, and listen to everybody read, uh, because, uh, lots of different, there's like a novel, there's fantasy, uh, there's actually a, a couple different types of novels, some funny, um, some serious, uh, some kind of like, um, you know, um, finding your true self kind of things, you know? Um, but it was so interesting because I feel like everybody, whether it's a novel or whatever you're writing, there's always some piece that is somewhat autobiographical, right? Um, even if it's not. And so it was just really interesting listening to everybody um, read because uh, it just kind of gave you like an insight uh, to their personality and their voice in some way. Um, and then I told them, I was like, I'm probably going to cry through my whole thing, uh, which I did. Um, but uh, I was like, oh, here's the icebreaker. <laughs> and, then, like, uh, and I was just like, um, you know, at the end of it, I was like, just, just so you know, normally I'm a very funny person. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so it's, it's been, uh, yeah, I, well, I'm definitely the only one that's kind of coming to writing, uh, from a different discipline. Um, you know, from stand up. I mean, even my stand up, I don't ever really sit down and write. I always kind of wait. So it's not about farts. No, it is Tanya. That's why I cried the whole time. Um, <laughs> I mean, it might morph into that. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but, uh, you know, I, I've never, I've never been great um, about sitting down and writing. So, um, so it's good. It's good to just, I hope I get into a, a good rhythm here and I can, have the self-discipline to, to do that and then do it when I get home so I can finish and whatever. Um, so yeah, so you went from like knowing no one to like, here's all my problems on a piece of paper, uh, like that. So that's funny. Um, so, uh, so yeah. And then there's other people here who are just on vacation. So, um, so you can kind of tell like, <clears throat> um, the people who are, you know, here for, um, that are here writing and people who are here enjoying themselves. <laughs> uh, but it's nice because there are these kind of trips. So you can like, um, you know, spend some time like writing and doing whatever. And then, um, <laughs> here from boring, stupid Illinois, um, yeah, no, it was good. After each person wrote uh, or read, everybody kind of gave feedback on it. And um, and it was interesting uh, because, um, you know, a lot of them are novels. So they're kind of, um, 
you know, they'll say, so here's what happened. They're like, Dina, I know you're new. Uh, here's where this story has been. And this is where we find this person. And some were easier to drop into. Others were like, I was like, I don't, I was like, I don't know who any of these characters are, but it does make me want to read the 184 pages before this because it was so good. Um, <clears throat> oh, I don't know when this will be available for purchase. Who knows, Linda? Maybe it'll just sit in a box. I don't know. So are you on a retreat or a vacation? Yes, I'm on both. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know when there has ever been a time in my life where um, I've just gone away for a week to just um, think, right? You know, do something for myself. So, um, you know, it's very different than going on a vacation, I feel like. I think I'd be in a really different headspace if I was like, let's just go tour, you know. I feel like it's it's a good balance to be able to, um, you know, <clears throat> sit down and get thoughts on paper about some stuff that's really hard. Uh, and at the same time, be able to balance it out with a, a new experience and a new place and new people. And I think that there's something really great and important about putting yourself uh, around people who don't have preconceived notions about you. Um, aren't there to judge who are also being really vulnerable on, in their own space. I think that that's, what's so amazing, uh, about the creative process, whether or not you're a creative person or not, I think it's something to, um, to consider. I think it was funny as we were talking about it last night, um, I said, you know, this isn't my process to sit and write. Um, but. Uh, I think that comedy has always been somewhat therapeutic, not just for me, but you'll hear a lot of comics say it, um, you know, just getting up on stage in front of strangers and just talking things out um, and just getting out of your head, I think is, um, is just super powerful. Um, but to, to be in a place where everybody is, being so vulnerable at the same time, you know, it, it feels, um, equal in some way. Does that make sense? I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, I think that it is, uh, it's, it's, it's quite, quite an amazing experience to, to be. And I think it's something that I, I really wanted. I was like, I need, I need to find my, like a group, just, just be, just focus on being creative for like a week. Mm -hmm. um, I'm here until Saturday. So I have a week. So that's why I, um, I tried to get up early. Um, I got up around eight 30. Um, which is, I guess, still like 4.30 our time. So I was just kind of, I was just kind of out of it. I was just like, I don't, am I supposed to be up? Sun's up, so I guess so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's a woman here. Uh, so Colleen just said, I could never open up like that. I'm an introvert. I, I get that uh, in a lot of ways. Like people think like, I'm an extrovert. I think I'm really an introvert. I know that no one's going to believe that, but I think in normal life, like I am. Um, but there's a woman here who's been here. She read for the first time last night and everybody was so excited. 
but I didn't realize she had been here for a week already and hadn't read anything. And she finally was like, all right, I'm ready. And so it was great. And it was, it's a novel, but personal. And um, so it's hard. It's hard to, um, yeah, the accommodations are great. They're perfect. They're this and they're wonderful. Um, so, uh, I still can't get over that. They're all driving on the wrong side of the road. I know. I tried to tell all of them when I see them, it's the wrong side, but nobody seems to want to have a talk about it. That's weird. Anyway, I'm going to get off my soapbox, my, my creative soapbox. Mm -hmm. Um, I found this opportunity, Cindy. Um, you know, I'm always on the Facebook. And a friend of mine uh, had posted that she was writing a book and she was taking this class. It's called A Novel in a Year. And um, she was talking about just how much she loved Miss Starting to Rain, the experience. And it just came across my Facebook feed. And I was like, hmm. So I reached out and I was like, hey, I saw that you wrote this. And she was telling me about the program she was in and she said, oh, there's some other ones. And there's one where, you know, you can, um, you can go away. And I was like, where do you go? And she was like, Glastonbury, England. I was like, I don't even know where that is. Sign me up. So they had already passed the date to sign up. And I was like, why not? Let's just send an email. And I was like, you got a closet or something? Like, I don't take up a lot of room. And they had one room left, so... I know it's starting to rain on my computer. So, um, so yeah, it's uh, a little different and, uh, yeah. So 69 years old and still trying to find myself, Pam, you got to get on a retreat or something. You got to start writing. It was fate, Kate. That's what I said. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so here I am. And it's funny because I signed up for it and then I just had so many things going on. So I, um, I didn't really think about it. Honestly, I didn't really think about it until I started packing. And then I got here and I think it was obvious that I hadn't thought about it. And people are like, do you know anything about it? I was like, no, not really. I just signed up because I knew I had to be here. And so I... I packed a bag and I came, uh, but I'm going to, I'm going to do it. Yeah. You have to do, you have to put your stories that are in your head on paper, even if they go nowhere, even if they're just for you, even if they've been sitting in your brain, taking up space, it's time to free up that space. And maybe you write it. Maybe you show it to one person. Maybe you write it and you put it in a bottle, put it in the ocean. Maybe you put it in a fire and watch it burn. I don't know. But uh, I feel like I did a lot of work and I feel like I still have a lot of work to do. And so um, I would like to free up some space in my brain. So that's what I'm going to do. Um, oh, you bought the sticky tiles? Laura, you have to tell me how it looks. Um, so, 
Anyway, so yeah, and as long as Dean and my mom keep dressing up, it should be fine. Mm -hmm. All right, I gotta go. My computer's getting all wet. That's a sign from Jesus. Have to go right. So thanks for watching. I will um, try to catch up with you tomorrow from a different location. Something fun. Um, but I hope you have a great day and a blessed day. And thanks for watching. I gotta go. The rain is coming. I'll see you guys soon. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.